0: say news I'm Ryan Daniels millions of Americans are again facing dangerous sub-freezing and near zero wind chills with ice in the Pacific Northwest challenging commuters as well roads remain slick across much of the country
1: uh, the reality is it's so much harder to stop
0: AAA's Regina Cooper Ali at least nine people have died so far because of the weather six in Tennessee two in New Jersey and one in Mississippi the National Weather Service had wind chill advisories or warnings in effect for 26 states from north dakota to florida the northeast especially along the i-95 corridor will have wind chills in the single digits more than a dozen democrats are joining with republican house lawmakers to denounce president biden's policies at the border a resolution passed in the gop controlled house of representatives on wednesday it called for an end to what they consider open border policies at the white house 14 Democrats joined in, voting yes on that resolution. This as House Republicans seek to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border crisis. Just off an historic victory on the campaign trail in Iowa, Donald Trump was quickly back spending time dealing with legal issues in New York City on Wednesday. In the new E. Jean Carroll defamation trial in Manhattan, Trump has no love for Judge Lewis Kaplan.
2: That's a nasty man. He's a nasty judge. He's a Trump-hating guy. Language like that, spoken loud
0: enough for jurors to hear on Wednesday, was enough for Judge Kaplan to threaten to toss Trump out. Last year, a jury found Trump liable for sexually abusing Carol. She got $5 million in damages in that verdict. Trump claims that he is the victim in the case, not Carol. Catherine, Princess of Wales, recovering in a hospital after successful abdominal surgery. The operation was planned, and she will have to remain in the hospital for 10 to 14 days, followed by
3: recovery at Windsor Castle. This is USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay.
0: G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Young at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com Teamgaday.com The Israel-Hamas war is raging on in the Gaza Strip. Civilians in the region are fleeing as Israeli forces have attacked the area around Gaza's main hospital. It comes as medicine was delivered for Israeli hostages in exchange for additional humanitarian aid. For the Palestinians in the area, NYPD officers may have found their suspect in a serial stabbing case that prompted a citywide manhunt this week. Over the past nine days, four men and one woman have been stabbed randomly in Queens.
4: He was walking around the
0: street, randomly stabbing people with a hunting knife. There was no connection. The individuals and it seems to be un- unprovoked. Police think the same person's responsible for at least two other stabbings since January 8th. On Wednesday, New York officers took a man into custody they believed to be their suspect. Americans are continuing to spend more money at the grocery store. According to HelpAdvisor.com, folks in California, Nevada, Mississippi, and Washington spent the most on groceries, while households in Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, and Michigan spent the least. Buster 2023 biopic examining J. Robert Oppenheimer's role in the world-changing Manhattan Atomic Bomb Project will be streaming soon. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer hits the Peacock streaming channel on February 16th. Since its release in theaters back in July, the movie's garnered more than $950 million at the global box office. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
5: Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, Linacletide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IVSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually.
6: Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling.
5: Imagine, what could relief from IVSE mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS.
7: You ready yeah okay let's do it bill martinez live a program about current events our culture our values our politics and our future and now bill martinez
2: hey great to have you along with us it's uh six minutes after the top of the hour i am bill martinez and uh, father frank bravon is going to be uh, joining us in just a moment, he is in Washington, D.C. right now, even as we're talking, uh, the National Director of Priests for Life. Uh, he's here to join us uh, uh, to report on the March for Life in D.C. and the Walk for Life West Coast. It's going to be taking place uh, today through next Monday. Lots of activities, lots of things that are happening that he will uh, report on. It's about prayer, it's activism, and politics will be the focus of Priests for Life's D.C. events Uh, this weekend uh, for the March of Life and the West Coast Walk of Life. Uh, Father Frank, are you there? Okay, I guess he's getting, you can imagine he's there in the midst of uh, a lot of activity. In fact, uh, you know, I just spoke with uh, a mutual friend, uh, and, uh, you know, I just said in knowing the schedule, you know, for today uh, and throughout the weekend, because uh, I think it was going to start off uh, this morning with, a, you know, a, a prayer breakfast and a meeting. Uh, and they're meeting right now, I believe, at Planned Parenthood uh, on 4th Street Northeast in D.C. So they've got a rally taking place there. So uh, this is what I was a bit concerned with, that there might be some distractions. So we're still waiting on him now, Brad. <laughs> okay and there's no way to... Father Frank, we we need you on the air here, buddy. You're holding us up. You're holding our audience up. Millions of people wanting to hear about what's going on for the March of Life, and you're distracted by a phone call. But that's that's what happens in these kind of events. Uh, We're used to interacting. We know that this is part of the challenge you run into at times when it is live. Um, Sometimes uh, the uh, people who are coordinating this and are not keeping the people on task and understanding that, uh, hey, look, it, it's showtime. Here he is. Uh, we've been waiting for you. I know that uh, you were being grabbed in 50 different directions at the same time, because there you are at the uh, prayer and protest taking place at Planned Parenthood this morning, right?
8: Exactly, exactly.
4: It's so good to be with you this morning. Hey, we just kicked off uh, set what's going to be several days of very, very intense pro-life activity, the two largest pro-life events that take mm-hmm. place in America and in the world each year. The uh, March for Life in Washington tomorrow, and then the Walk for Life in San Francisco uh, the day after tomorrow.
2: You know, when I was looking at the schedule, Frank, I thought, wow, you're, you're going to be busy. I mean, you had the prayer and protest and, uh 1232. You've got uh, another uh, uh, assemblage. I mean, uh, a lot, lots of activities and focus on March for Life and uh, why life I- is important.
4: Well, yes, and it's foundational. You know, we all know that there's many issues that we're dealing with in America and in the world, uh, many issues that confront voters in the elections. But what we say when we're talking about the right to life, which abortion attacks, is mm. that it's, the, it's not the only issue. It's the core of every issue. You know, why right. why is poverty important? Well, because people have a right to food, clothing and shelter. Well, why? Well, because they have a right to live. Why is unemployment yes. an issue? Well, because people have a right to work. Why? Because they have the right to make a living. Why? Because they have a the right to live. Whatever issue is an issue, you can always boil it down to the dignity of life and that's what we're standing up for here today in Washington and across the nation.
2: Exactly, because this is uh, life is is something that was sanctified by God himself. This isn't, uh, you know, this isn't something that you know, Congress came together and agreed upon. I mean, this right. is the very basis
4: of who we are, why we exist, right? Well, the Founding Fathers recognized that. That's why they mentioned life first among the inalienable rights that we have. But, you know, here, here's the thing. I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to us now who are thinking, uh, just as people are, are across the country when they confront this issue, think that, okay, you know, I believe. That human life is, is sacred. Of course I do. Of course I respect people. What's ha- what has happened though is that the word abortion has lost mm. all its meaning. Now I just started this prayer vigil here in front of Planned Parenthood in Washington and the first thing I said was let's have an honest debate on abortion in this country. What do I mean? I think we've been having a fake debate because when we say abortion <laughs> we're 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 talking about the dismemberment of a living baby. When the inside yes. says abortion They're talking about things that we also agree with, but they're different topics, women's health, uh, the constitutional rights, you know, freedom and choice. We believe in all those things, except that, you know, the other side is pretending to talk about abortion, but they'll never describe it. They'll never, for example, pick up a medical textbook on how abortions are done, because if they do, they open it up and they read the word dismember. They read the word decapitate. And it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't want to have any, I don't even want to think about this. And yet we're tolerating when we tolerate abortion.
2: Well, this is the reality that Abby Johnson was faced with, as you know, Father Frank, that, uh, you know, when she was working as a director for Planned Parenthood, uh, was one of their top directors and highly awarded and respected until that fateful day when she went in the back room and witnessed abortion for herself. And, yeah. uh, you, you know, and when she saw it for herself, it changed her life. And, uh, she did a complete 180 because she realized that, uh, you know, this is a baby and, uh, this idea that we, you know, we talk about and, you know, again, words are powerful and they can be, uh, they, they can be dilute, diluted in such a way that it gets us off point and takes us away from the truth. You know, exactly. uh, ab- abortionists want to talk about it in terms of a fetus. Well, you know, I don't know. You you probably saw, I'm sure, Focus on the Family, and they're getting acknowledged for this award-winning ad that they put out that it's a baby. Uh, It's a very powerful presentation of common sense because people know, you know, they, they don't say, well, I'm having a fetus. You know well, what? Have you have you named your fetus yet? No, it's never it's never been that way. <laughs>
4: you know, well, you know, and this is one of the things we'll be launching, by the way, in these next few days. Among the many, many, you know, we know there's a March for Life, but there's actually dozens, dozens of different events. And one of the things we're going to be doing is uh, launching an app called See Baby Grow. And you mentioned about the powerful ad by our friends that focus on the family. This new app is the most powerful educational tool for who this baby is in the womb. Uh, I want to encourage our, our, uh, our listeners to go there and, and to the App Store uh, uh, or, or, or Google Play or, and, and wherever they get their apps. And look for See Baby Grow because this is going to astonish people. It's better than ultrasound. It's actual, an actual camera placed inside the womb. And you can see the heart of the baby actually beating in full red living color at four wow. weeks, four wow. weeks. Um, mm. it's, a, it's an amazing thing.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, the right to life, as is stated uh, in, you know, and the website at March for Life, is, is a human right. Our defense of that right is a joyful witness. It says to the beauty and dignity of every human person. And that is as sanctified by God himself. That isn't man's opinion. This is what God has to say about it, right?
4: Exactly. Exactly. Well, for people of faith, uh, this is is a very, very basic and clear-cut issue. And that's why, by the way, tomorrow's activities are not going to start by marching. Tomorrow's activities are going to start by praying. And uh, I want want folks to to be encouraged to know, and of course those that are coming here to, to join us, for the National Prayer Service, which will be at Constitution Hall, Um, And uh, we're going to not only pray as we begin the march. It's going to be an interdenominational service that I'll be leading. But we're Mm. also going to honor some of the people who have best articulated uh, what we are talking about here today. Uh, One of them is Mr. uh, Mark Halk. You know, he's the mm-hmm. one whose home yes. was raided by the FBI. Peaceful rights activists from Philadelphia. And Father Frank, I
2: got, I got. let me stop you there. We'll tell people more about it on the other side of the if break. you can cut your it, heating please. bills
3: this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it, you can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S.-patented, made-in-America wall-of-fire grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from Walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com.
7: It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply the nation's largest emergency preparedness company. unmarked boxes go to mypatriotsupply.com today time is running out to prepare for what's coming mypatriotsupply.com
4: the final phase of extermination is set to commence now and as population die off becomes evident you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written the cover for mass die off is evolution and global warming frauds also used as false proof of their christ They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G-them.com. and you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a
8: CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored
9: by Specialty Medical. 800-254-1421. 800-254-1421. 254 1421 That's 800-254-1421.
2: 19 minutes after the top of the hour, Bill Martinez with you, and Father Frank Pavone continues with us. He's in D.C. right now, even as we talk. Lots of events scheduled for today. uh, As we um, eh, tomorrow will actually be the official day of March for Life, and then the West Coast has its version. It's uh, 20th anniversary of the Walk for Life, which will be. uh, I guess uh, centered in San Francisco. Is that correct, Father Frank?
4: Uh, yes, that's exactly right. And San Francisco, we get about uh, forty-five to fifty thousand out there for the West Coast Walk. Uh, here in Washington, it's like three times larger than that. But um, but uh, yeah, and and you know, there's an amazing similarity in the nature of the crowds. Uh, they're mm-hmm. very joyful. They're very loving the police often tell us, hey, you know, this is our favorite crowd of people because they're families, they're respectful, they love the country, they love the law, they love cleanliness, you know, and and it's just a happy, happy group of people. So, um, uh, you know, and that's what we're going to see once again as these events unfold.
2: Well, as you're talking about, you get people offering testimony like Mr. Hauk and that, uh, and others who, who are guilty of, you know, praying for the safety of women. I mean... Look at fifty years of Roe v. Wade. Uh, yes, we had the Dobbs decision that is now sent it back to the state, but that's a lot of experience. Over a million, a uh, hundred million babies uh, murdered uh, in the womb. Uh, you know, they they keep using that. It's become a static number, sixty million plus, but they don't count the abortifacients, which is another right. forty million or so. So a hundred million, and then we got uh, what, what we got news this week that. Uh, Worldwide, there were something like forty. Just last year, forty-three uh, million abortions. Forty-three over forty-three million abortions worldwide last year alone. So uh, you know this. This is not only affecting America. This is this is a a pandemic of uh, an epic uh, at an epic level that uh, people do not uh, you know see people who have gone through and experienced abortion, as you and I have discussed before. You know, they carry the horror and the, and the uh, you know, the, the ache in their very heart till the day they die. And this is why this organically took off was the women who had experienced abortion said they lied to us. You know, the Supreme well, Court and lie. all these politicians lied to us. They told us this was going to be rare, it was going to be safe, that it was just, you know, like ec- excess tissue. Well, I, I don't remember the last time that I remember uh, the, you know, the age of uh, a tumor that got extracted but i definitely remember that my child would have been 13 today had he had he continued to live so you know so this is the reality of it go ahead frank
4: well what you're saying is very is also a very large part of the events of these next few days uh i'm privileged to be pastoral director of the silent no more campaign and so Mm -hmm. we're going to have at the conclusion of the march tomorrow right in front of the steps of the supreme court as we've been doing for the last uh couple of decades a a rally where those who have had abortions are going to speak and they're going to share their testimony and they're going to talk about how they they were deceived, they were misled, they were hurt, their abortion didn't solve their problems, it only created more problems how their relationships were destroyed, their physical health very often uh, was, was devastated. And they're going to then talk about the healing, the welcome they found in the pro-life movement and the church, and the healing mm. they found in Jesus Christ. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to do it again the next day in San Francisco. Wow. The That's event awesome. will start there at the Civic Plaza with one of these gatherings. And people can read these testimonies online. I, you know, obviously most of our listeners are not going to be able to be with us in person. So mm. I want to tell them abortiontestimonies.com. Is where they can go and see, watch, and, and read uh, what these people have to say, because these are some of the most important uh, voices in the abortion exactly. Today.
2: Well, how how powerful and, and that uh, and this is the whole truth and nothing but. These are women, yeah. and then uh, Father Frank, are you going to have men there as well, talking yeah. about their experience? Good, because uh, yep. this is yep. something that we've been encouraging and, and uh, been ex- excited to hear about. In fact, uh, earlier this week, we had the privilege of talking with Ryan Bomberger. You may know him,
4: yeah, Ryan.
2: Right. Ryan, yeah. Ryan, his life. Uh, I mean, he, he his mother was he he was conceived as a result of a rape. And his mother had the courage to put him up for adoption, carry him through, uh, you know, through gestation, delivered him, and gave him up for adoption, and uh, became part of a family of fifteen. Uh, an incredible story, uh, uh, just a a terrific uh, human being. I mean, he's an Emmy award-winning uh, creator. Um, you know, just a, a an awesome an awesome young man, and he himself has. A family of um, what he's got two kids. He says two kids that are homemade. He says two kids are homemade, and they had two kids that are adopted.
4: <laughs> he's uh, he's a great guy. I'll be with him later today, and uh, you know, and, and there's a whole range of different people who are impacted in different ways. You know, we're also going to have grandparents, uh, and you think about yes. for every abortion. There's four grandparents who lost a exactly. child. And, right. you know, and then when they come to know of it, they grieve as well, or maybe they tried to stop the abortion and they couldn't stop it. There's a lot of pain there, and uh, there's pain on the part of siblings. There's a lot of young children. They realize they mm-hmm. lost their b- a brother or a sister from abortion. Exactly. How, does this, how does this impact them? And, Bill, what about the friends? You know, very often mm-hmm. we know a friend drives a friend to the abortion yes. clinic or helps pay for it. Well, that person is going to suffer, too, as they realize the, the harm that they did. So all of this requires standing up, speaking up, praying together, that's what these days are going to be marked by. And again, I mm-hmm. want to invite people to tune in to that National Prayer Service tomorrow. Besides Mark Howe, we're going to have Bishop Joseph Strickland, who, as mm-hmm. you know, was uh, also in the news recently uh, removed by Pope Francis from his diocese. He's going to, mm-hmm. He and I are going to be marching side by side, and we're going to have oh, awesome. the prayer service, too. That, and, that's uh, great. You know, Because, again, the theme is, hey, folks, don't be intimidated. Speak up. Yeah. There's a lot of pain here. There's a lot of healing. There's a lot of lives to save.
2: Yeah, exactly. These are like-minded people coming together. Certainly, the Catholic Church has been leading the way in many respects on this, Father Frank, as you know. And uh, but it's it's people of all faiths that are coming together and realizing the horror of uh, of abortion. Uh, that is not uh, it is not health care. Uh, you, you know, in fact, I think uh, there were some real numbers that came out from Planned Parenthood last year that how much money they made from abortions alone. So that number that they put out that says that, uh, you know, actually, you know, they say 5% of what they do is about abortion, 95% is women health care. I mean, that the number, the big number that they put out in terms of how much money they got in abortions last year uh, is in direct contrast to that narrative that they try to, you know, that they would want us to believe, right?
4: No, that's right. No, no, they, they uh, you know, they'll count, oh, well, I, you know, we administered the anesthesia. Well, that's counted separately. That's not the abortion. Well, yes, it is. You know, and, and, and so it's, uh, you know, very deceptive. You can play with numbers any which way you want, but uh, mm-hmm. abortion is the key priority for these people. And and then they pump the money they make in abortion into political campaigns. It's always mm-hmm. for Democrats, of course, because the Democrat Party is in uh, over their heads in, in the abortion industry. I mean, they're becoming one and the same. Uh, With right. every passing day, so it's really uh, Planned Parenthood is a it's a political machine, and it's also a criminal organization. I mean, we're I'm standing in front of Planned Parenthood right now here in D.C. Mm-hmm. It is a criminal organization. Why do I say that? Because one of the things we have all the evidence of is that they will actually help minors to skirt around the law because they know mm-hmm. that they're obliged to report suspected uh, child sexual abuse uh, and statutory rape. They don't want to do that, and they don't right. do that. And they'll tell they'll tell these these uh, people who come in, oh, don't tell us your age, so that right. we don't have to then become mandatory reporters. I mean, this is sick. It's really it's really terrible.
2: Well, and how about the sale of body parts, Frank?
4: Yes, that too. Exactly.
2: Come exactly. on, I mean, give me a br- give me a br- You know, you were talking about the generational impact of a child. Uh, a friend uh, h- has written a book in talking about the generational impact of 12 generations of what it takes for one child to be born and that child stands on the shoulders can you imagine this number it's 4079 people at the end of the day when you count up it just as you said you know the lineage uh, you got two parents you got uh you've got uh, two sets of grandparents you got you know four sets of great grand and you just go down the pyramid and you count it up it's four thousand seventy nine people are invested in that one life going back 12 generations
4: amazing amazing
2: is god Thank good or what me. hey oh, my. as as always uh father frank uh, god bless you be safe Uh, And just pray that the Holy Spirit would continue to to envelop you, envelop all those that are there, and that the truth that God would want exposed would come out through everybody participating, those that are giving their testimonies, that they will be given the words that God would want them to share, uh, not only with the people there, but with the world. Because they need to hear the words and the testimonies of these people, because we know it is by their testimony and the blood of the Lamb that lives are changed. Father Frank Pavone has been with us. Thank you, Father Frank. Take care. God bless.
7: Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I
9: know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-247-1498. That's 800-247-1498.
0: USA News Update. From the campaign trail to the courtroom in Manhattan this week, in the new E. Gene Carroll defamation lawsuit, the former president, Donald Trump, claims he is the victim.
2: And I frankly am the one that suffered damages. I should be given money, given damages.
0: A judge overseeing the trial threatened to toss Trump out Wednesday. He was accused by Carroll's lawyers of audibly attempting to influence jury members, and Judge Lewis Kaplan agreed. An appeals court decision is a big loss for Apple. For now, while the tech giant has achieved a workaround fix for an earlier u.s international trade commission ban on apple watch products the alphabet company now has an appeals court ruling upholding the ban so far apple's managed to work around the earlier restrictions by importing redesigned versions of the newest apple watches from overseas under approval from u.s customs and border protection i'm ryan daniels usa news
6: all right crew let's get her dug.
2: 28 minutes before the top of the hour, DeRoy Murdoch, Manhattan-based Fox News contributor, contributing editor of National Review Online, joins us now. Hey, DeRoy, good morning. How are you?
8: I'm great, Bill. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm I'm doing terrific. I'm uh, eyeing the results of Iowa. I've been looking at uh, the numbers here. Uh, Gosh, it was such a resounding success for the former president. It sent, uh, you know, both uh, Ramaswamy and... uh, and Asa Hutchinson, uh, you know, to the sidelines very quickly. And I'm sure has uh, Nikki Haley and uh, Ron DeSantis, you know, considering their future and trying to figure out, OK, is this worth continuing this fight or do we save some of our ammo and powder for 2028?
8: Yeah, ner- ner- <laughs> nervous Nikki and uh, rickety Ron, I suppose you might say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a- an incredible uh, victory on the part of Donald J. Trump. He won mm-hmm. uh, 51%. Uh, he was about 30 points ahead of uh, Ron DeSantis, got, got about 21. Uh, Nikki Haley was about 19. Uh, Ramaswamy ended up at about 7.7, I believe, and he dropped out and endorsed Trump and appeared to them at a rally in New Hampshire the next night. Uh, and this is the biggest uh, primary victory competitive primary uh, since Bob Dole in 1988. I think he won by about a 13% margin. Uh, Trump won by 30, 30%, right. 30%. Exactly. Uh, out right. of the 99 counties, in iowa he won 98 of them uh he lost one county to Nikki haley by one vote one so vote would, can you believe one that? vote right. <laughs> so people say one vote doesn't matter well one vote does matter and if i were <laughs> trump i'd ask for a recount and see if he wins it And of course you'd have 99 out of 99 counties but 98 out of 98, 99 mm-hmm. so not bad well that, that could be uh, a
2: babylon yeah. that could be a babylon b uh narrative there are the challenges exactly. <laughs> the caucus for one vote right <laughs>
8: Precisely right, and you have a yeah. screaming vote fraud, I suppose. Right, in any case, yeah, massive victory, and uh, you know, you hear people like uh, Hillary Clinton and those on the left say, "Oh, it's you know, people who support Trump, uh, Trump, or It's a cult. It's all a cult." Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not many cults end up with with more than half of the people voting supporting somebody. Uh, exactly. This man is popular. In the GOP base, uh, he is uh, somebody. I think a lot of people who voted for him are just uh, hungry for uh, the days where we actually had a, a strong leader, rather than somebody who is like Joe Biden, who's uh, gone from being uh, weak to being invisible. Um, I think mm-hmm. on Monday, I think it was on Monday, uh, the White House called the lid at uh, 10:06 a.m. That means there'd be no more news coming out of the White House at 10 a.m., which basically means, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially means I guess he came to work at nine and left at ten, so you know yeah, nothing right. like a one-hour day, right?
2: Well, they they sent him on a. Search that for was on, Lloyd Tuesday, Austin.
8: No, that wasn't on the holiday those on Tuesday, which is actually a work day. yeah.
2: Yeah, he was looking for Lloyd Austin.
8: I suppose so. yeah. yeah. so um, I think uh, we go on to New Hampshire. We'll see what happens uh, next week, but uh, certainly uh, Donald J. Trump comes out of New Hampshire with a tremendous head of steam with um, an absolute um, a record uh, victory in, in Iowa, and something that uh, of which he ought to be pri- uh, ought to be proud and of which his uh, rivals ought to be uh, more than a bit concerned. Well,
2: there's no question. I mean, uh, look at uh, caucus goers without a college degree double digits sixty two percent similar results with those who consider themselves very conservative fifty eight percent rural voters fifty eight percent women his his numbers with women uh, doubled i I mean you know and and all all women in America hate Donald Trump. you know that's the narrative that Joe Biden has right. been putting out there. I mean what uh, what Donald Trump has done. Uh, obviously has had effect at Davos because uh you 've got the c e o of Blackrock uh you know shaking in his boots uh saying that you know a trump victory a trump presidency would be damaging you know uh you know to the world well of course, what he means is it 's damaging to the world economic forum and the plan and the globalist plans that they have, but meanwhile, the world has been um you know, you know with the uh, anemic showing of America on the world stage. Look what's happening to Roy. I mean, the world really is looking to America for its uh, its moral standing, its leadership. You know, we, we went through this experience after eight years with Barack Obama, what he did to this country internationally, what he did to the other nations. And then here comes uh, Donald Trump. And in short order, you know, he brings – and it was amazing how the international community, it, less people forget – how they altered their course, and they they suddenly found their backbone. Um, I mean, it was it was quite amazing. I mean, even at NATO. I mean, look mm-hmm. look what he did. The successes that he had there. Mm-hmm. What he did in in quieting uh, you you know Rocket Man and holding Xi in, into place and Putin Putin that mm-hmm. uh, supposedly he was his puppet and all that. Uh, you know, should you want to believe the narrative of the mainstream media, right?
8: Well, this is. Uh, what you're discussing is what uh, the results are of, of something called leadership, and a little bit right. of leadership will go a long way. Uh, you know, Trump was there for four years, and as you say, the North Koreans were uh, detonating uh, atomic devices, doing underground tests. That stopped. Uh, Russia basically didn't cross any borders. They stayed within their own borders, which uh, they didn't do under Obama, which they didn't do under Biden, as you well know, attacking Crimea under Obama, attacking right. uh, Ukraine under uh, Biden. Uh, in the, you know, the Middle East, is always just a, a, a seething cauldron of chaos. And uh, by the time Trump left uh, Israel, he had helped Israel negotiate Peace agreements with uh, Bahrain, uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, Sudan, which had been on the terrorist watch list, by a terrorist uh, uh, State mm-hmm. Department list of uh, state sponsors of terrorism, and with Morocco. So you had four Middle East peace agreements. The Middle East, of, of all places, calming down. And of course, our southern border was uh, not completely stitched shut, but but uh, the crossings, were illegal crossings, were brought down to a trickle. Uh, mm-hmm. Trump leaves, Biden comes in, and what do you see? The borders are ripped wide open like like a like a gutted fish. Uh, you've got Ukraine and, and Russia fighting in this ongoing standoff that's approaching two years running. Um, the Middle East is completely on fire with uh, cruise missiles being shot at U.S. ships with the, the Houthi uh, uh, terrorists mm-hmm. basically shutting down the Red Sea. Uh, major companies like Shell and, and others moving their oil tankers, not to go through the Suez Canal, but all the way around Africa, which uh, takes time, costs money. And by the way, if you're worried about global warming, also increases the CO2 because you're using a lot more fuel to get around the Horn of Africa. I think I calculated about an extra 25, 26 percent more CO2. So if you're worried about that, then that's not good. Uh, And then the Chinese are belligerent. Who knows what they're going to do in Taiwan? Uh, And so uh, after uh, Joe Biden's not been there three years yet. Pretty close, but almost just under three years. And uh, the place is in flames. The place is a complete wreck. And this is what happens when you've got a president who, uh, you know, I think he's had four public events so far this year. He's at, I've heard this morning, no public events at the White House this year so far. Mm -hmm. And it's just one vacation after another day off, after another trip to the Beach House, another trip to Camp David, another trip to uh, his home in Wilmington. Uh, and he seems completely disengaged, invisible. His Secretary of Defense finally has left the hospital. I hope he gets better. But uh, mm-hmm. he was there for about two weeks and for a good four, four full days. Uh, the President of the States, the Secretary of State, the National Security Advisor, and nobody else knew this man was in the intensive care unit uh, suffering from pancreatic cancer. And bike exactly. didn't know that he had pancreatic cancer uh, for a full 18 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so we basically have a um, you know, lights-on-nobody's-home policy, Exactly, United States of America, and that is an extremely destabilizing element in global affairs today.
2: Is it pancreatic or prostate cancer?
8: Oh, forgive me. I said I said prostate. I said. Pancreatic. Oh, okay. Me. <clears throat> it is prostate. prostate. Okay. okay.
2: All right. Okay. Forgive I thought. Well, did I yes, did miss add line here? Yeah.
8: I said prostate. much more survival. Survival. Oh, than pancreatic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you had to pick between the two, you'd want prostate cancer, not pancreatic, uh, yeah. which can bring you down in three, four weeks. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Um, and the other and thing too. Speaking to of recovery. Yes. Amen. And uh, the other thing, too, is that uh, the Biden administration has finally uh, found their backbone and they're going to designate the Houthis as uh, as a terrorist group.
8: Uh, yes, and, and one of the first things Biden did, I think, within about the first uh, two weeks or so of his presidency, was to take the Houthis off the terrorist uh, uh, official list of terrorist uh, entities. Why he did that is a mystery. I, th- I suppose maybe just to uh, satisfy or appease the Iranians who he's been, uh, you know, trying to um, kiss up to since he got there. Uh, and they keep saying they're going to, oh, we're going to put them back on the list. We're going to put put them back. on'll well, just put them on the list. What? Just stop yeah. stop tell- saying you're thinking. Put them on the damn list. I mean, they've been. I think the number I've seen. Uh, this morning was 138 attacks on uh, us positions and ships in the uh, in the middle east since i think mm-hmm. october 17th, and that's been being done by the Houthis attacking our positions in Syria. In Iraq, I mean, do we have to hit 150 before they're put back on the terror list? 175, 200, is that the magic number? They never should have been taken off the terrorist list. Put them back on the the bloody terrorist list and do it today. Do it now. Don't keep announcing we're thinking about it. We're thinking about it. Put them on the bloody list. And I think that triggers some specific actions in terms mm-hmm. of sanctions and so on, and, and those ought to be applied immediately. Frankly, what they need to do is get some uh, bombers and go in and just destroy the positions from which their rockets are being launched. I mean, it, I, yeah, I mean we have the yeah, satellite yeah, would, drones, fly them, yeah. and flatten them, period. Yeah, What's taking exactly. So
2: Got to go to is break. More to from DeRoy after this. Stay with us.
1: How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? We've set up a special toll-free number for the Rx Outreach Program. They're a nonprofit company whose mission it is to make prescription drugs more affordable to the masses. They don't take insurance, and in many cases, your prescriptions are even cheaper than your co-pays. They carry thousands of different prescription drugs, so whatever you're taking, there's a good chance they have it. No coupons are required, and this is not a discount card. It is pure savings on your prescription drugs. They specialize in generic meds for any chronic health needs you have. Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now.
9: 800-705-6581. 800-705-6581. 800-705-6581. That's 800-705-6581. It was your best vacation ever. You on a beach having a great time. Then some
0: stranger walked up and said, Hey, how'd you like to come here for the rest of your life? And then he went on and on about how much money you could save. You listened, saw his presentation, ended up signing a contract. And now, five years later, you have a timeshare you never use. But you're still paying for it. (laughs) That's the contract. But what if we could show you a legal way to end the contract and get out of your timeshare nightmare? It's called Timeshare Exit Defense. Our lawyers will work with the gigantic timeshare company lawyers and get you out of your agreement. No more maintenance fees, no more payments. <sighs> Call now. Get your free ebook to learn how to exit your timeshare.
9: 800 296 1332. 800 296 1332. 800 296 1332. That's 800 296 1332.
2: Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the mineral doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, but I've actually designed Arthur Dex for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem?
1: That's one 800
2: we are back with you, America, 14 minutes before the top of the hour. Bill Martinez continues with you, along with DeRoy Murdoch, Manhattan-based Fox News contributor, contributing editor of National Review Online. DeRoy, I'm with you. I mean um with, with all the technology and everything that we have I mean why are we piddling with them and then also why are we continuing to piddle with Iran uh Iran is the source of all this chaos and everything and I understand that uh you know we want to be careful and not to ignite this but meanwhile we're like uh, dealing you, you know it's like we're dealing this with with a with a band-aid you know as opposed to just going I mean because if you squash if you squash Iran, this this stuff's going to quiet down, isn't it? I mean, because they're the rebel route; they're the key; they're the linchpin to all this.
8: Yeah, well, they're they're the, they're the folks pulling the puppet strings for sure. Uh, right. You say bandage; it's more like maybe a cotton swab with a drop or two of alcohol on it. I mean, it's, okay. it's almost nothing being applied there. And look, uh, the hoodies are in Yemen. This is not like Gaza, where you've got a big urban center with with buildings all right next to each other, like like in Rockefeller Center or Midtown Manhattan, and you want to be careful with um, killing civilians and all that. Mm-hmm. Yemen is basically a giant open desert, so I don't think we should should be terribly shy about figuring out where are these where the rockets are being launched and find them and just demolish the rocket launchers, and by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, demolish the rocket launchers along with the people uh, launching the rockets. You know, we want to kill the Hootie terrorists as well, and uh, we ought to be sending in uh, fighters and bombers and just blow them out of the the sand, and you can do that without killing a bunch of civilians. So uh, this should have happened uh, after the first, second, or third uh, Mm -hmm. Hootie missile uh, rocket got launched at us. We've had, as I say, uh, uh, hundreds of rockets thrown at us, 138 different attacks Mm -hmm. on U.S. positions, Uh, U.S. Navy ships, there was, a, I believe, a U.S. Navy ship uh, uh, targeted with a cruise missile. Thankfully, it, it missed. Uh, my fear is that one of these missiles or rockets uh, is going to hit exactly. one of our... Uh, Navy vessels, and it's going to sink, and it's going to take uh, uh, hundreds of U.S. sailors down to the bottom of the Red Sea. And then what are we going to do? Then we're going to be in a state of war with Iran. So, much better to take care of this while it's manageable than wait and wait. Something terrible happens, mm-hmm. a mini Pearl Harbor, and uh, we've got to go in and, and you know send troops into Iran or, or start a uh, you know, non stop B 52 bombing campaign on Iran. Iran. I think the easiest thing to do with Iran is uh, do what, send a message as Trump did. Mm -hmm. When he uh, droned and killed uh, Qasem Soleimani, who was the head of the um, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, and uh, that was... calmed down a lot after that i think that really yeah, they
2: quieted down. down for a couple of years they quieted down. i mean they,
8: they turned yeah. really well behaved boys and girls over there and mm-hmm. uh you know biden needs to stop being such a cream puff and and mm-hmm. use this these uh military assets for which we taxpayers pay so many billions and deploy mm-hmm. them to get the iranians you know back you know back into a cage my fear is i had a I was at dinner um Back in, uh, I think, December, we went around the table what were our predictions for 2024. And I said my big prediction was that I fear that the Islamic Republic of Iran sometime in 2024 will test an atomic device. And uh, if they they join the nuclear club, it is going to make everything in the world so much more difficult and uh, make all of our calculations that much harder if we think at any point the Iranians either can put a rocket with a an atomic mm-hmm. bomb on top, and land it in Tel Aviv or Jerusalem, or for that matter, put it into a suitcase and have somebody come across the U.S. border mm-hmm. and set it down somewhere in Grand Central Station and you know, hit the timer and have the thing go off. And there goes New York City, including me, mm-hmm. by the way. I'll probably disappear in the mushroom cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is serious business, and uh, Biden and company are totally relaxed. Uh, under Biden, the um, by my calculations, uh, Biden is either... Uh, uh, sent to Iran or unfrozen or somehow or another made available to the Iranian uh, mullahs in Tehran. Uh, $87 billion. Exactly. $87 billion. Yeah. You know That's how much, power, money. How much yeah. damage and terrorism and chaos you can uh, create for $87 billion? And Trump, when he left, I think they had um, foreign currency reserves of $3 billion. So yes. uh, Biden has pumped that up by $84 billion on top yeah. of that, which is just abominable.
2: Yeah, you know, biden been very, very good to the mullahs, no doubt about it. Very,
8: good to the mullahs,
2: yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and the deal is, is that uh, here we are, uh, left with this mess, and uh, Barack Obama promised us that uh, there was no way that Iran was ever going to go nuclear, right? And then Joe Biden tried to echo the same thing and go, well, what are you doing about it? Meanwhile, they could just keep progressing and getting closer and closer, you know, to being full-blown nuclear. And I'm with you in your prediction of 2024. I agree. I agree with that, and uh, you know, but we've got to, you know, we've got to be proactive. And I guess this is the point of all this. And uh, and and Joe Biden, uh, just like Barack Obama, didn't know about being proactive. Everything with them was always reactive. I mean, this is why why we got Crimea. This is why we got Ukraine, Russia. Uh, you know, I mean, this, this whole situation has just been. Uh, I mean, this is a, a breakdown in leadership, and this is why you know. Um, You know, uh, elections matter when you get this kind of leadership, and it seems to be very consistent. We we have enough experience with the Democratic Party to know what the Democratic Party is going to deliver to the American people and to the world, and uh, there's not a whole lot of good that I can see coming out of it.
8: Not good at all, and uh, under Obama Biden, and now under Biden, um, there's just this, this desperate desire to uh, uh, conclude and, and, and uh, implement the Iran nuclear deal, and then Biden wants to get back into it. I don't know if he's changed his mind um, lately, but he has been desperate to get the Iran nuclear deal going, and I don't know why they would. I mean, the Iran nuclear deal, among other things, uh, does not allow any U.S. inspectors on the ground. The inspectors have to be from other countries, number one. Number two, U.S., or, forgive me, Iranian military sites are off-limits. I mean, why why would you look for atomic weapons on a military base? I mean, why would you look there, right? right. So you're not right. allowed to go on any military bases. And then if they do find a place, let's just say it's a hospital, and they think, they think hey, there's some some atomic program going, mm-hmm. uh, going on there. Uh, the Iranians had, I think the number was 21 days, if not 27 days, uh, where they could block the uh, inspectors and, you know, clean that stuff out, you know, haul it out through tunnels or whatever. And then after, right. you know, three weeks, say, okay, you guys can come in now. What what kind of garbage is that? Who negotiates a deal like that? It should be, right. we're going to go anywhere we want. Americans will be there. And as soon as we see something, we march in, period. Right. Now you've got three weeks to hide the evidence. And so right. Obama and Biden wave this around as this brilliant agreement. And of course, the thing is just shot through with holes with, with a, an inspection regime that's laughable. Uh, Mike Pompeo, right. when he was a congressman, uh, discovered that this uh, so called agreement or treaty, whatever you want to call it, it was an executive agreement, I think of the term, wasn't even signed. There's no signature right. on it. Now, you wouldn't right. get an estimate for uh, installing an air conditioner without getting a signed estimate from the uh, HVAC guy. Right. Uh, exactly. Obama <laughs> Biden got this nuclear deal with the uh, Iranians, and there are no signatures on it. It's not signed. It's unbelievable. Yeah unreal. This thing is laughable and, and give, should give the American people a sense of uh, what the Democrat uh, uh, prerogatives now, which are basically uh, appeasement and something border on, bordering on um, surrender at all costs and, mm-hmm. and not the peace through strength, which is what this country needs, which we had under Donald J. Trump, which we'll have mm-hmm. under Donald J. Trump if he's reelected in, in November. And I think you'll see the situation calm down when we lead with strength uh, rather than uh, decline. Exactly. Well, and we
2: need to we need to understand something else too, Deroy, that uh, has kind of fallen by the wayside here, and that is when uh, Biden decided to go ahead and uh, execute a campaign there toward Yemen and toward Yemen and the Hooties, That you had uh, the UK uh, giving them a two-hour advance warning. What, what's up with that? I mean, nobody has said anything since then.
8: Yeah, that was surprising. The the Brits are usually very very good about. It climbing up. You know, we did not mm-hmm. know about the uh, British having the Enigma machines. These are the, the machines that they used to crack Hitler's code uh, mm-hmm. or right. and read all the Nazi uh, military signals. Uh, they did not announce that publicly until 1972. That's 27 years after Hitler blew his brains out. And in this instance, the, the Brits are usually very discreet. I don't know why. Somehow or another, they blabbed this two hours before we went in. And the um, hoodies etiquette, I guess, had two hours. Say, OK, let's all you know run into the bomb shelters right. or hide behind. Exactly or whatever. Uh, Had it been a total surprise, we would have hit those military targets, and I think we would have killed a lot more of the Houthis than we did. I think the 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 men, the soldiers terrorists themselves largely survived they may have lost some of their equipment but the goal there would have been to take out the equipment and take out the terrorists and exactly. two hours, notice to uh, hunker down and and that's very surprising and very disappointing uh from the british who are usually very very um, far better mm-hmm. than we are about uh, guarding their secrets
2: but, but no post no post reporting or accountability on this at all
8: no you're I, I, asking for consequences bill we live in a land yeah. without consequences I'm sorry. so why, why would there be consequences yeah. to anything like that <clears throat>
2: Yeah, silly me. We got about two and a half minutes left and I did want to address uh, the Emmys. Uh, I was kinda of surprised with the Nielsen ratings. Uh not that high, but I thought this was probably one of the most recent uh entertaining uh Emmys that they had. Anthony Anderson, I got a kick out of his mom holding <laughs> holding the acceptance speeches and, and and kind of pushing things along. It it was it, it was pretty 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 cute. And um, of course, uh, Anderson in uh, and his line, I love his line. He goes, uh, "You know, uh, Kevin Costner, you know, he is from Compton." <laughs> so there was, you know, it, it was for the most part pretty entertaining. They got the trains uh, out of the port, you know, out of the stations. They arrived on time. Three hours. I thought the ratings were going to do a little bit better, but of course, uh, one of the highlights that you write about is uh, Sir Elton John, huh, winning an Emmy.
8: Yeah, yeah, this is very exciting. So uh, Elton John won an Emmy for the uh, Disney Plus simulcast or streaming, uh, Mm -hmm. streaming cast, I don't know if that's a word, of the final concert he did in America, which was November of 2022. I happen happen to be there personally at Dodger Stadium. Mm -hmm. It was a wonderful concert. And Disney, it was the very first time Disney Plus had done a live streaming uh, kind of event of that sort. It was beautifully directed, beautifully shot, the camera angles and The lights and everything were terrific. They had drones, they had helicopter shots. It was just gorgeous to watch. Mm. And it won an Emmy. And the even greater significance of that is that uh, by winning an Emmy... Uh, on uh, on Monday night, uh, Sir Elton John is now an EGOT. E-G-O-T. And EGOT refers to those people who have won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And only 19 people total have done this. And they include people like Richard Rodgers, the great composer of Rodgers and Hammerstein fame, uh, Rita Moreno, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, believe it or not, uh, and Mel Brooks, Marvin Hamlish, who did the music for uh, the Chorus Line and so much, so many other uh, musicals. And now Elton John is in that esteemed company. So he's one of the 19 greatest. Uh, performing artists of all time, and I'm a big fan of his, and uh, I'm very ha- very happy to see uh, Elton John uh, join the very uh, esteemed uh, class of uh, 18 other EGOTs on the planet. Exactly. So, uh, well,
2: well, congratulations uh, to, to Sir Elton John, no doubt about it. We'll Absolutely leave it there. Uh, DeRoy Murdoch, as always, we appreciate the time, my friend. He's the Manhattan-based Fox News contributor, contributing editor of National Review Online, DeRoy Murdoch. Have a great one. Take care.
6: You as well, Bill. Thank you. yours free at MySolarBackup.com
2: Do the letters